I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And, and this, this is That Other F Word. Happy Thanksgiving, pals. Uh, we are here today with a very special Thanksgiving-themed episode. But before we get to all that, Katrina and I have a proposal for you. It's a new initiative that we're starting. And uh, it's it's a group. A group that you can belong to, I mean, really, in the next 30 seconds, if you'd like. Yep. Um, we have a feeling Mitch is going to say no, so you can also say no if you so choose. If you, if you make bad decisions, like right. Mitch. <laughs> but in the world we live in today, which is really polarized, you know, in political climate, and quite frankly, in my everyday life, I even find it to be very polarized, even in my workplace and whatnot. All the time over everything. Yes. I, I keep thinking about this Office episode where Oscar refer, refers to the Coalition for Reason. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a group we want to join. Kind of what you have to do to join is just say you're a member of the Coalition for Reason. Perfect. And you're doing something really great for the world around you. So what it means to be a member is to participate in some very important activities. Okay. These activities include utilizing empathy to try to see things from other perspectives. Wonderful. Not attacking groups of people in the real world or <coughs> online on Facebook, <coughs> Mitch. Or everywhere. Uh, this, this, by the way, includes boomers. So if you're into yes. that right now, that's probably... Boomers, millennials, that whole war. It's yeah. Fascinating. In conversations, rely on facts, reason, and again, empathy. empathy. Wow. Uh, try to give people the benefit of the doubt by, number one, assuming other people's opinions are fueled by their life experience. Right. We're only, we only have our own life to go by. Two, assuming there's information that you don't know. Because possible because you don't know everything. No one knows. No one knows think. everything. <laughs> uh, and three, not assuming bad intent or stupidity because someone disagrees with you. People disagree with you. People disagree with us all the, all time. the time. Yeah, it's it's a hard way to live life, but it's also a constant. It just happens. And lastly, and I think most importantly, don't participate in behavior that makes the ideals you and we here at that other F word believe in uh, look bad. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Don't be a bad example of what you're trying to... If you believe in right. equality, represent equality. Right. If you believe in civility, represent civility. Yep. So that's all we're saying. Just be the sane person in the room who's not attacking other people. Yep. We like the not attack. Uh-oh. Now, do I get it's like a sticker or a membership card or a free t-shirt no, for this? No, you missed the part where Rin said being <coughs> a member of it is just saying you're a member of it. And I then mean, doing it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make a lovely thing to share online that you can say I'm a member of the coalition for reason. But But I don't get like a cool sticker. We can give Do you we have a you, logo? You get the benefit of knowing that you're making the world a better, not more terrible place to live in every day. I'm doing that anyway. Like your antagonistic well, behavior right now is opposite <laughs> I, of I'm the just coalition. trying to get it. I'm just trying to make sure that if I sign up that my dues are paid and that I get what is that what comes with the benefits of being a member. Hey, what are those benefits? Hey, Do I get discounts and coffee at certain places around town? So no, like I said, it's just making the world a better place one yeah. day at a time. And hey, Katrina, remember when I said I was going to get through this really fast at the yeah. beginning? I did and not anticipate this business. You, you didn't? <laughs> I did. I should have. He always surprises anti- me. Yeah, it's anti-Mitch kind of thing. So, of course, he's going to have something to say about it. <laughs> Look, I'm just trying to figure out whether this is where I fine. need to go with my life you, or not. You do. You just yes. are unwilling to do it well and fluidly, as kind of always. A t-shirt would help. That's we all under- I'm saying. We fine. understand here, that other F word, at least Katrina and I do, that, it, you know what, it is kind of a frustrating place to be when you want to make the world a better place. You see the facts. You see all the reasons. And we're going to talk about this a little bit in regards to Thanksgiving, but Probably attacking people isn't what Katrina and I would consider a positive way to change the world. Right. Like, we're not going to say you're a stupid idiot because you don't believe believe the same things we do. We actually just would like to engage in discussion. Or attack someone because of when they were born. Right. Like, unfortunately, boomers and millennials, which you guys happen to fall into those one of those categories. All right, let's clear the air here, because I'm not attacking people online, and I'm not attacking boomers. I'm just trying to work logic into conversations to help people see their lack of it. Well, you're attacking a millennial and a Gen Xer right now with your tone. I'm going back so, to my corner, you please, jerks. Please okay. do. Thanks. Mic off. Um, 
All right. Okay. So, so with on that, with the episode. Yeah, so with that, with the Thanksgiving. Um, so I, we're, we're going to get into this article we saw, but I do want to say um, we're not talking <laughs> because we're all so sensitive. And I, I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. And I do think that there are things that are really important and we try to talk about them. But again, we can only talk about our experience. Thanksgiving is a time for us here at that other F word and our families to be thankful for our families and what we've got in our lives. It's not so much a, a thing about honoring history for us personally. Yeah. So when we're talking about this Thanksgiving episode, we don't necessarily not believe or, or believe these things. I mean, Thanksgiving a lot along with a lot of American history has been written very specifically by specific people. And not, I think you mean whitewashed. <laughs> it is whitewashed. And it's not been fairly represented all, all around. Um, we're not talking about that. We're really just talking about our experience like we always do. Um, we try to give examples of other things. And so in this Thanksgiving episode, we are really just, we're, we're, we found some articles. <laughs> we're talking about kind of the more feminist angle on this. And we will talk about. And we will talk about that. Um, yeah. But it, it's not just... So we don't want to, you know what I mean? We, we always want to be respectful and aware. We are aware. And we're just going at a little different angle here. Yes. Okay. So we found an article while sitting and enjoying a Mexican dinner together. Karen <laughs> um, and I love Mexican food yep. at our favorite restaurant. Um, nine ways to have a feminist Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is an article written back in 2015. Um, I was talking to my husband about it last night. I've rarely seen him get so upset. (laughs) He was at a 10. Um, It's fun. Right. So I will say, first of all, before we even get into this, and obviously like, I think there's some worthy things Mm -hmm. in this article. I think there's also some things we could be a little critical of. And Um, a lot of things are silly and we we get too far with everything like always in this society. It's also interesting that you can Google... Like feminist kind anything, of anything. Blank. So fem- if you right now say feminist water bottle, for instance, <laughs> feminist microphone, anything, like I'm just looking at stuff in the studio, right? you're going to find an article or 30 at least. Yeah. Well, and so like, I, it makes me think of like, should everything be made feminist? Like, can we make, right. how are tomatoes feminist? Well, what about salt? Like Door handles? Door handles. Yeah. I love all these things. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is, I think we've taught, we kind of always talk about this. Like we're like, you know, are we taking things too far? Yes. Can things just be what they are? Do we have to read into? So I don't consider myself an intellectual. Big surprise, everybody that listens. Um, I enjoy things for the for their value, for entertainment purposes 90% of the time. I look at them as entertaining. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, we're, we take everything way too far. And I think, so I think it's important to... So no, a tomato should not be feminist or not feminist. It's a damn tomato. They're my favorite food. I was going to say, I'm going to eat it. Um, I think it's important that we take our whole selves and, you know, uphold our own principles in every aspect of life, but also kind of like, it's okay. Like, we don't have to... Probably don't take everything so seriously. It's it's okay. It's a lot. You're allowed to have some whimsy, right? We're allowed. We're allowed a little whimsy in this life. Just relax. Stop taking everything so seriously. Stop making everything some kind of like political high case. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. All right. So on that note, let's talk about this uh, nine ways to have a feminist Thanksgiving, (laughs) which we will share on the website. And the the so this was on Romper, and the um, author was Priscilla Blossom. So the very first point is learn about the true and complex history of Thanksgiving and share this information with others. So I'm actually totally down for that. Absolutely. Um, I think kind of like you and you and I feel the same way about this. We both love Thanksgiving, but I look at it as like a family time and mm-hmm. be like kind of like a time to really like center in and focus on gratitude. Yes. Um Right, we're all but, into energy kind of stuff. It's kind of the beginning of our new year, almost. It's our our setup. I think uh, you and I both think of it a lot as our setup for the new year. It's this is the beginning of yes. our prep, right? Yes. And and it, it is. It's about it's about yeah. our finding our gratitude. And for me, it's like it's the beginning of the holiday season. You get to be around your loved ones, which may not be for everybody. I understand. Right. Definitely not for everybody. For some people that's, I've met some of your loved ones. Right. (laughs) Thanks. 
Um, but actually, you know, your loved ones could be your chosen family. And so... It's like the loved ones Mitch referred to in one of our other episodes. Yeah, we're, so we're actually recording this right after we record Could the also <laughs> refer to your spouses and significant others, boyfriends... So we are recording this episode directly after recording the episode on revenge porn. So f- for you all, this is weeks apart. Um, but for us, for, this is uh, just right. We're just kind right of there. time traveling here yes. for a second. And it's <laughs> terribly tragic. But your loved ones. So spending spending time with people that you care about and and feeling some gratitude. However, that is not why the holiday was established. Mm-hmm. And so once again, it wouldn't be an episode of that other F word without some facts thrown at you. And so I got this, this was a uh, reference in the original article, but it was from, it's info from an organization called Oyate, I believe. Um, and it's protecting the legacy of Native Americans. And so I just picked some of the facts that I thought were mm-hmm. interesting. Um, so first of all, for Native peoples, Thanksgiving isn't a once in a year thing. And it was not at the time of, quote, the original Thanksgiving. But every day, um, they for all gifts of life, they give thanks. Which is a wonderful way of being, it, actually. It's very we healthy. We should all be very much more, like, personally, I think we should all be like this a lot more. Yes. Um, so to refer to the Harvest Feast of 1621 as the first Thanksgiving, they say disappears Indian people in the eyes of non-Native children. Sure. I totally yep. get that. Um Plymouth settlers did not refer to themselves as pilgrims, actually. That name didn't wasn't used for these folks until the time of the American Revolution, so which I did not know that. Well, you know, we love to label people. Right. Um, so this isn't, isn't actually, this wasn't like one of the first meetings of Native American people and settlers. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, they had already been carted back and forth as captives to England for some time at that point. Uh, so they were, they were familiar. Um, and already being abused. Um, so they actually, the pilgrims or settle, settlers, um, stole food from Native Americans and even ransacked graves. Um, Classy. <laughs> so, you know, now for many Indian people, Thanksgiving is a time of mourning or, so they say Indian people. That's interesting. Yeah. Native Americans. Native Americans. Uh, Thanksgiving is a time of mourning, of remembering how a gift of generosity was rewarded by theft of land and seed corn, extermination of many disease from of many from disease and gun, and near total destruction of many more from forced assimilation. As currently celebrated in this country, Thanksgiving is a bitter reminder of uh, years of betrayal return for friendship. Oh yeah, you know, like well, we portray this beautiful like let's all to get together and just be this happy family. Well, one when, when does your family get together and act right? Then we get two sets of people who, one, severely abuses another. You know, let's kill a bunch of them with smallpox-infested blankets, steal all their stuff, ransack their graves, which, you know, all of you people who believe in burial, it's kind of a big deal. And then let's pretend like we were all best friends and we didn't do it. Right. right? It's, like, it's not that's, happy. That's great. Great for you. but And you so I, I do think it's okay for us to say, you know, this isn't really what we're looking at when we're celebrating Thanksgiving, but also it's important to acknowledge that just because that's not what it means to us. So to me, it's kind of like with the Confederate flag, what I think of, right? Like some people say, oh, it, to me, it's not about slavery. Well, some people, when they look at it, that's what they think. And so it, it does matter. That's right. And so it's, it's not, right, we don't want to minimize it. It's just not when we talk about Thanksgiving for us, it's a completely... We are not honoring history. <laughs> we're certainly not thinking, my goodness, I'm glad those pilgrims came here and... And we're so nice to And we're so merciful and Indians. wonderful and did all those great things yeah. for the Native Americans. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's not... that's not, So it's just important to be mindful of that. Right. Um, and this says, while all... Point number two is while also committing to yourself being a good ally. Right. So this is specifically to Native Americans in this conversation. So they talk about, um, you know, being against racist mascots, Mm -hmm. um, being for the return of state and federal lands, and kind of educating yourselves, which we all just did a little bit. Right. Um, But, you know, they even talk about contacting representatives and things of that nature. Okay. So now we get into, so number three. Before we start with three, you know, we... We've talked about, and I think actually Mitch has posted something about this, and we've talked about it. You know, we were always taught you don't ever talk about religion and politics <laughs> in various situations, work, 
you know, at the dinner table and all that. But, you know, we actually should be. We should be learning how to talk about these things in a civil manner. So with that. So that is number three. I So I actually don't entirely agree with what this article says, but here we go. So number three is find positive ways to discuss race and gender or sexual orientation, et cetera, at the table. Here's a quote from the article. Rather than wait for someone to blurt out something horrifically ignorant, take this time to start a real dialogue about the problems facing minorities today. So now remember this was written in 2015. Mm-hmm. This year's topics could include the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement and the onslaught of police brutality against blacks and other minorities. I didn't point out 2015 to say that because that's over not a thing now. I'm just no, saying. it's just this, yeah. right. We're not talking about a lot. Like Me Too hasn't uh, blown up yeah. yet. Uh, the instance. work that needs to continue even after the passing of marriage equality and the need for immigration reform to help improve the struggle of undocumented immigrants. So they also, in this article, have a link to how to win Thanksgiving arguments. Yeah, I don't... I don't so winning makes it seem very... So I don't love that. Don't... Fo- like, the, the... It's a discussion. It's winning, not a win or a loss. It's You've already lost if that's how you're going into a conversation. Mitch does not agree. Right. Like, I mean, I get it. Look, if somebody's spouting racist crap, sure. I mean... You want to, quote unquote, win that conversation. I don't really want to win the conversation. I'd like to win their understanding. Right. And like, who, I want them yeah. to be educated. Who wins when you're wanting to like dominate someone at a Thanksgiving table? Right. It's not. It sounds awful. Because I promise you that the person you think that you're winning against is not walking away feeling enlightened by you. No. It's, it sounds like a lot of just, no. So this would be an opportunity to use your Coalition for Reason skills. <gasps> yes. And to maybe not focus on winning? And so I do think when you're saying like we, like, so we should be taught to how to have civil conversations. Right. Here's what I also think though. And this, I, Bill Maher actually says this and I think it's interesting. We don't have to talk about politics all the time. No. And probably the people in your family, if they know you at all, know kind of probably where you stand on certain issues. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, at least in my family, everybody kind of knows where everybody else stands. And so if you are maybe don't talk about politics, they're not going to leave the table and think, they agree with everything I think. Right. But they're going to think, like, well, my niece or my sister or my whatever thinks differently than I do, but they don't make me feel less, less than. than. Well, and that's, right, like, why do we all, so I'm not, we've talked about me just not being an intellectual. Maybe I don't, maybe we don't want to talk about something that has all this heavy stuff. Right. Why can't we, we can just talk about things that kind of don't matter. And we're also not saying, like, it's really cool if someone like, says something terrible to just let it no, like, lie. That's no, not... So you you discuss it civilly, but maybe you don't have to bring it up either. Right. But don't you be the cause. Right. Like, oh, here, I'd like to bring up a very, to- very charged topic here at this Thanksgiving dinner because we need to address every social issue that has ever come up in the last 65 years. Right. That's awful. Nobody wants to really do that. And do you really want to be that person? Well, do you really think that's effective? No. it's right. You're being lectured to, and nobody wants that. Right. It's not fun. Like, that's not how you're going to get your... And I'm not saying everything has to be fun, but on this Thanksgiving, maybe we don't try to solve the world's problems with people who right. don't want to solve the world's problems. Don't proactively bring something up that is going you know to... You know is going to be polarizing. It's right. absolutely, and even in your family, and if you don't like it, then, I mean, you still got to be related to them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so here's number four. Also, I agree and also disagree with this one. Uh, <laughs> make sure everyone feels safe and welcome. So yes, that sounds like an easy thing to agree to. I'm going to read a direct quote from the article. If someone at your table makes, say, transphobic comments or should make someone else feel uncomfortable in any way, perhaps a drunk relative makes a pass at one of your guests, Nip it in the bud immediately, and if the problem isn't fixed, you can always show them the door. Okay, so number one, that assumes it's your house. That's right. You don't get to show someone the door if it's not your house. That's right. Now, you can use your own presence as a way of making it known how you feel. If someone says something that's truly egregious, but... You can ask them to stop. You can ask them to stop. You you can take your leave. And and by the way, everyone... If they don't stop. Like, I mean... Making sure everyone feels welcome means everyone. Yeah. Even the people even that the people who say things that are, are obnoxious sometimes. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, coalition of reason again. Coalition for reason. <gasps> oh my gosh. No. Once again, we're not saying like if if you have brought your pal who 
is yeah, who's not part of the family who's and black, just a jacket or, or and you're a yeah. white family or like if someone at your table is making someone feel really uncomfortable and stick out like a sore thumb please handle it yeah that yeah we're talking about like in your family and you've got like weird okay example grandma to, says to what my cousin was a vegetarian <laughs> and we were explaining why that meant she didn't get any ham and then we were like, well, she's a vegetarian grandma. And then she turned in front of all, like, it was like 25 of us. She's like, why are you so fat? That's not Probably acceptable. don't do that. Yeah. Like, that's an example of don't, like, just, that's not, that did not make my cousin feel very welcome. Right. But probably also, what you all didn't say is grandma, get the F out. Well, no. It was grandma. <laughs> and what I said was, grandma, that was not very nice. And right. then I went and said to my cousin, I'm really sorry she just said that. Right. She's an idiot. Right. I mean, that's what that means. Right. She's an idiot, and you, that's not your fault. It is not okay to allow anybody to it's feel bully. singled to, out. Right. And or, to, like, yeah. you know, not to bully, right? And so you can do that, but... We yeah. don't want this to be the, be the nice, be nice well, to the racist person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's not what we're saying. But what we're saying is, like... Kindness. Make a and, stand for, for other right. people in ways that are both civil and effective. Right. And it's for everybody. <laughs> and it's for everybody. All right. Here's another one. Number five, always refer to folks by their actual pronouns. And okay. So all of you who are thinking this, by the way, and you are confused by this, you can just call people their name. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I always if think this about is this. so confused. Here's a thing. So this is something that we actually don't, I don't, it's a Latin thing. And it, to me, is highly offensive when they, they um, you know, my in-laws, they'll say, hey, yeah. Like her. Ah. Call her. And to me, it's like, I have a name, right? <laughs> it's really rude to me. It has nothing to do with like my preferred pronoun. Yeah. But to people who do have pronoun preferences, it's the same kind of thing. It's just calling them a thing, essentially, when you don't call them what they prefer. And if and, and I understand if it's not an easy concept for you, like if it's not natural. I, I, I get it not being a natural thing for older people or people who are not as used to it, but I do have a name. And right. in my family, nobody has ever, my mom never turned to my brother and said, oh, go call her. Yeah. She'd say, go call your sister. I am his sister. Go call Katrina. You know, when she told, my, my mom and dad had a son and a daughter who still go by son and daughter, okay? Mom would say, hey, Tim, go call Katrina. It, it, you know what I mean? She wouldn't say go call her. So when you're thinking about that, and if you're not comfortable or sure, just don't be a jerk, right? It's what we always say here. Don't be a jerk. Just call them their name. If There's I'm not that. sure what you are, like, yes. if, if I'm not, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying that you need to kind of like learn it. But if it's, if you're still on the curve of learning, just use the if name. it's new, just use your name. Hey, Rin, would you like this? Yeah. Hey, Mitch, go ask Rin. Oh, look at that. Look how we've avoided pronouns altogether if you're working on learning them. Right. Right? Well, and certainly if you know someone has pronouns that they prefer, like just 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 try it. Just use it. It's not that big of a deal. Right. This is another thing where people get really reactionary on both sides, but one side actually kind of matters a little more than the other. Well, that's, Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't actually hurt you to refer to someone in the way that makes them feel comfortable. No, but it's like, it offends them personally. Yeah. And it doesn't really have anything what to do it? with you. Yeah. What do, you, what do you care if you call them him or her? Right. I mean, like, what does it matter to you? Right. It's or just, they or them or it's a, yeah, anything it's that someone not, wants to be referred yeah, to Yeah. Why as. are you so offended by their choice here? And even if you don't, if, even if it doesn't feel meaningful to you. It's meaningful to them. Right? Yes. I mean, and if, if you know that if they hear you talking about them while they're in another room and you're going to make, you have an opportunity to either make them feel included and warm on a day when they're together with their family or to feel ostracized, pick the first one. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything. Yes, exactly. It's Even a, if you don't understand it, it. Right. You don't have to understand it. It's not for you to understand. It's, well, it's like we shared that one time on Facebook. You don't have to understand it. You just have to not just be. Just not be a jerk. Yeah. Just don't be a jerk. All right, so here's an interesting one, and this one is, like, <laughs> of, of all of them, probably the most f- classic feminist. Um, abolish the division of labor by gender. So, direct quote from the article. Of course, we know 
this is bullshit, so feel free to ask everyone to help out this year. And if your mother keeps only asking you to help arrange the table, quickly pass the task along to your male cousin or uncle or father, even if they are watching the game and it's in the fourth quarter, deal with it. (laughs) So once again, this article is assuming Thanksgiving is at your house. You do not get to divide labor if it's not at your house. I mean... You could also do it a little less. Like that's so like. Well, and also, so what do you guys say? Aggro. It. Yeah. It's so aggressive. Well, Everything you could also you- just say. So like, we're not going to be. We're going to be at Shane's family's house. So if that was going on, I would just say, Hey, hey, Shane, will you come help with this? I wouldn't say. I wouldn't start assigning tasks to-, to every male in the building. Right. That's not my job. Stay in your lane, bro. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, also. I think that if you feel that you must say something, this is something that you can say with like some gentle humor, right? I mean, if you must, like, you don't have to, like, once again, who is helped by like. No one. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Right. But Katrina, I think you're about to say, like, you like it when. So, the- yeah. So <laughs> we, we, I shared this this morning when we were talking about it on our way over to the studio. Um, I, my mom and I enjoy cooking together. We enjoy cooking in general. This isn't because we're this such dutiful wives. Anybody who knows us knows that's not necessarily true. I think we're good wives, but we're not like those wives. Um, <laughs> um, I would agree with that statement. Yeah, we're not bringing our husband's <laughs> slippers and a uh, bourbon and a cigar when they no. walk in the door. They can get that Why? themselves. Yeah. <laughs> we happen to enjoy cooking, so we cook. If we didn't, I mean, Donnie cooks dinner for us. I mean, right. a lot. So anyway, what I'm saying is mom and I like to cook together a lot. So we are just as fine at Thanksgiving, prepping all this stuff, and it's time for me and her to bond and be together and them leave us alone. Yeah. Right? They're watching the ball game, and it is everything I can imagine. Because like, my dad and Donnie don't really get along, and so when they're watching football, they, they kind of do. That's um, nice. And so I don't have to worry about them being together and one of them potentially killing the other. Um, and then mom and I can just hang out and do our thing. Well, and I'll, I mean, but I have been in situations where something happens and then all of a sudden it's like the men are all like chilling out and I feel like I have to be in the kitchen or I'm going to be viewed a certain way. Okay, well. That's not acceptable That's to not me. acceptable either. And we had that. And so I told you this story too. It's a fun um do be nearly killed Donnie at this point. We, I had made, it, I, we had an orphan Thanksgiving. And so we had like three people who had nowhere to be for Thanksgiving. And so my house is always, to all you people out there, if you don't ever have somewhere to go for Thanksgiving or even Christmas, you have somewhere to go. You've been invited. Um, we, we were in the kitchen. One friend decided she'd do the dishes so she could stand by my two open windows in the kitchen because the boys who had been doing nothing but watching football had the fire going. Right. And it was so God hot in the house. <laughs> and we had the ovens going. You know, everything's being cooked for Thanksgiving and we've got extra people. And right. the- they couldn't have even been in the same room, right? Or were they, they weren't the in the same t- room. Yeah, they, were the not fire. In the, they were not in the same room as the fire. And because, yes, Rin knows my house. I've got a separate from where they That just occurred to me. That's yes. messed up, guys. <laughs> where they're stoking the fires where we are, where right. they're watching the ball game is the other room. So, of course, they're chilly. We're all dying. Doobie keeps opening the front door, taking a breather. <laughs> that's what we're, I would have been just parked on your front porch, I think. That's pretty much what happened. <laughs> she would, like, take a breath, walk by, leave the door open. Like, and we have this system where we keep getting fresh air. Like, we're right. like guppies, like, just just <laughs> jumping for oxygen. And they keep throwing fire on. Well, and I serve a dessert that I had never made, and it was phyllo dough, and I had not put enough liquid and so it was very dry. And at one point, we were in there, and Donnie screams from the other room, Hey, honey, I think you left a paper towel in the dessert. <laughs> to which, which is such a Donnie thing to say. such a Donnie thing to say. It really wasn't with, like, I think he was legitimately concerned for all those involved. <laughs> and Doobie turned and was like, You ungrateful turd. <laughs> She worked all day. She and and you know she wasn't wrong. It was. It ended up being a very funny story. Like I, you know, I told Rin. I said what this all ended up with is a very hysterical sto- story. Um, you know, my dad was actually fearing for everyone's life at this point, and he ate the apples <laughs> out of it. And he was like, the apple part was good. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> they turned like a viper on me. It was like, well, it was awesome. Not, and so that was yeah. about the worst. Like misogynistic 
version of what our life would look like, in though, even though they had been relegated to that room, essentially. They had so, been told, go over there. They had cleaned the table off, you know, brought everything into the kitchen for us to clean up. And Donnie would have done the dishes. I mean, so... Right. It's just, I guess, so that the traditional expectation stuff does irk me. Yes. But also, like, when you go into someone's house, you kind of don't know the dynamics. You don't know the reasons behind things. And so... Well, unless you do. And easy. then... Right. It's like... Now, if it's your house, then you, you know. Should, yeah. Right. You know, you kind of know the rules of my house, and you know what is... And it's like, yes, please let the boys go elsewhere. Right. God, can we get reprieve? You know? Yeah. Well, and maybe like, so like, like you're saying with you and your mom, like maybe that special time you guys want together. Maybe That's you enjoy right. it. But like, it yeah, also. Don't come in. Don't come in and start telling. Because if you come into my house and you start telling <laughs> Donnie, first of all, what to do in his house, I will jump your. Why? Right. That's his house. And I've done it before. Yep. To my friends who have like, well, you, I'm like, stay in your lane, bro. Yeah. This is his house. Right. He does get to make certain decisions here. Only I get to tell him what to do. <laughs> Only I get to tell him what to do. Okay. I have paid and bought for that man. Okay. So that's that one's mine. Right. And and I you know, and don't don't you would walk in and not think anything of that dynamic. No. Because you know our family. But probably also if if I saw you in the kitchen stressed out and Donnie was just chilling watching something on TV and I said like, but if I said something like Donnie, you okay? Like you got you gonna make it? Yeah. Like you wouldn't get mad. You'd be like, <laughs> no. I and you'd be like, hey, like maybe you should like. Right. I'd be like, Donnie, I'm, I'm so glad you're getting some rest. Yeah. You know. <laughs> you look like you're having a hard time of it. And so like very it's, different. It's all about context. That's it's all right. about like being respectful. Right. And it's okay to be irked by that, and and but you get to make the rules in your own home. And yeah. I will say one Post thing: Thanksgiving yourself, <laughs> right? And I will say. One thing that I didn't hear in the article that I would have liked to have heard is, so when something like this isn't the norm, when there's like something else going on or or someone you expect to go like, whatever, dude, I'm going to go watch football, does something else, mm-hmm. recognize that, right? That's right. I'll tell you, um, so last Christmas, this is not Thanksgiving, but it was holiday related, um, I, from my side of the family, was making some reindeer chow, whatever, some mm-hmm. sort of mixy, chocolatey sort of treat to take over for Christmas Eve. I'd like some, please. Sure, you, I, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> it was really good. Um, unfortunately, the first batch um, was kind of close to the oven, and I accidentally dropped a little bottle of syrup out from the cabinet above the oven. It shattered, and it was just too close to the food we had made for me to be comfortable for Shane to be comfortable or my father-in-law who happened to be with us to be comfortable. Right. Like you don't want to serve people food with glass in it. Right. And it probably wasn't. Probably not. But but like I think about my sweet little angel niece Charlotte having some and I just like can't. Like it's not it's not worth it. It's also not what it wasn't like it was a ten thousand dollar roast or anything either. No. Right. Like but it was it was um, you couldn't just wash it off either. <laughs> it was a it was a Rin was at a ten at holiday stress <laughs> moment, and so Shane went to go uh, <laughs> buy ingredients. I needed a minute, and so even though my father in law was there, I went up and laid down and just had a brief cry, <laughs> just Some collected myself. Yeah. And when I came back down, he had uh, cleaned up because he's wonderful. so it was because he's wonderful and and it was like and he's not like oh it's the lady's job to clean he up he sure wasn't and it, so as soon as Shane got back I could get right back on it because mm-hmm. um, all the stuff I needed was ready to go yes and I'm sure you were you were like very grateful to him and then also didn't say what are you doing clean up in my house or um, you know anything no I felt stupid lucky. or combat- combative that I, you were allowed to yeah. have a minute I, I felt lucky that I had a father-in-law who would a give me a minute and b help me out and in that way. And care enough. It was very to, kind. To, yeah, care enough to know that you needed a minute, and so yeah. he would just handle it. And so stories like that don't really support this argument and this. And, and not that this doesn't happen. It does happen. I've seen it. I've been irritated by it. But we also have to like find times to say, "Hey, it's not always like this," and and be happy and have some gratitude when people are just people and good to us, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, so next, be inclusive in your food spread. So okay. from the article, just because there are, quote, traditional Thanksgiving foods doesn't mean you have to only eat cranberry sauce and green bean casserole every year. 
See if you can diversify your menu a bit. Or if you're going to someone else's house for the day, try to bring something representative of your own culture. And don't forget to ask friends and family about food preferences and allergies. This is a lot. So I'm going to be honest. I need turkey. Well, I need a potato in some form. We've done. so Not sweet. I mean, that can be there too, but I need a white potato in some form. I need gravy. I need, need it. I need it like. Let's well, okay, take well, it we've easy. Done, it's because it's, it's just the four. It's been just the four of us for ten years. We we will sometimes do a not traditional, but it's agreed upon the four of us. That's fine. Yeah. Can I ask why it's always got to be about white and sweet with you and potatoes? Well, because there's <laughs> white and sweet potatoes. I'm potatoist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she likes her tater. Okay. I just like it's okay to. Like you as a crew, or if it's your house, like you get to determine what's served, and it doesn't. You don't have to like. If everybody loves the thing, like just bring right. And also, if you so if you are participating in bringing something to, I want you to think about this and and this because if you think this, I I I'm gonna go ahead and just say I think you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I'm gonna take a polarizing point here. If, if you're bringing something and I said, oh, if you're going to tr- try to bring something representative of your own culture, if I bring enchiladas to your fucking Thanksgiving dinner, you're going to look at me like I've lost my goddamn mind. I don't know. So Shane and I were talking about I mean, this last night. But you know, okay, fine. If All of someone, us will eat anything, but it doesn't match. It doesn't match with what you're serving. So that's fine like, that's, to me. That could be weird though. That could That could potentially be extremely strange. So if it's an extra, and I, if I was not relying upon you to bring mashed potatoes and you show up with enchiladas, I'm That's fine different. with it. But like, if it's just an add-on, cool beans. But, but like, if I'm bringing, okay, so instead of, fine, better yet, we love rice and beans in our family. Sure. And you're like, oh, I need you to bring a Thanksgiving side dish. And you're like, oh, someone's bound to bring potatoes. Oh, right. I would ass- if it was if it was and my so, job to assign. I would be very. But you're clear. not assigning, right? And you're you're <laughs> just being so damn PC that everybody should be not doing anything not right, and you should all bring your own cultures thing. So then I bring rice and beans, and so and so brings succotash, and so and so brings whatever else, and then nobody ends up with damn taters, and that's right. a damn Greek tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> We'll bring something else in. Bring your baklava. And then what do I do? And then what happens? I mean, and And then we're all in hell. We're in my version of hell because it's not a fucking potluck. It's Thanksgiving. Well, every family has their own culture and it's like good and and happy to respect that. Like, I remember one year my mom insisted on not having my dad's hash brown casserole for Christmas and I didn't know what I was going to do. But like, I'm coming to your house. Why do I don't need to? Why would I bring my culture to your thanksgiving i so i guess as it is i'm already grateful i've been invited right okay and it's at your house if i want you to partic- participate in a cultural thanksgiving then you'll come to mine like this is too much it's it's weird and quite frankly i don't care if you're glutard right well and also you'll like, eat something something's bound to be gluten-free and you'll be fine and <laughs> bring your own it's fine. fine well i mean you you're at be, my house you want like, everyone to be safe for sure. Sure, but I'm going to warn you. I'll be like, yo, I'm not sure those are gluten-free. Move on. Go to the turkey. It is. You can have turkey in this house. <laughs> well, like That's I said. That's what's gluten-free. Like I said. like It's, it's my house. Every family and has my their, Thanksgiving. Every family has their own culture, and that's, that's right. what should be respected. And we're not having... I, you know, the family Thanksgiving with my mom's side of the family, like we're not having the foods we have because that's what they ate at the, what we now know was not the original Thanksgiving. That's what we've, that's just what's developed as a culture in our family. Right. And so that's okay. Like it's, it's like, it's kind of all okay. Like, yeah, just do whatever. And like, but stop being like weird and like forcing all this weirdness on like other people. Like when you show up at their house, just like bring a bottle of wine. You know what you're safe with? <laughs> alcohol. Bring a damn bottle of alcohol. That is almost universally I true. I mean, and Except to the Southern Baptists here who don't drink alcohol, that's your bad. You can re-gift it to us for Christmas. There you go. It's worth noting, vodka is potatoes. It is potatoes. So, oh, look, if we bring, so, but it's not going to be the potato form Rin appreciates. I feel like a vodka cranberry on Chris, Christmas, or Stick. not oh. Christmas, on Thanksgiving would be really nice. That would Stick be really glass nice. glass of vodka, a little gravy dumped in there. That sounds that's disgusting. disgusting. It's like the, it's like... You were trying to make a Bloody Mary and it died. But vodka cranberry would be very festive. It's so very festive with a cranberry in it. Like, oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. oh, and some like 
orangey kind of garnish, yes. like citrusy. We got, and, we're there mm-hmm. today. Yeah, I really miss it. <laughs> it's going to be a, tr- that's tragic for you. Yeah, but, I know. Um, okay. Thanks so, a lot, human inside me. Stupid parasite. Um, <laughs> I love him. Um, I don't be too. Uh, okay. Next to last, we're, we're coming up on the end here. Don't make excuses for how much food you eat. So what does this mean? So <laughs> Explain, this, please. What this Shut article, it down. Shut it down. This is dumb. What this article <laughs> says, that's what Shane said last night. Um, You're both at a 10. <laughs> don't feel guilty about how much food you eat or generally engage in anything associated with self-body shaming. There's this weird standard imposed on women who were supposed to be cool enough to eat a... Why? A ton of food when appropriate while maintaining a body that doesn't show an extra pound of fat. And Thanksgiving is a day when this rears its horrible head, especially high. Make your dinner a safe, shame-free space for everyone, no matter how much they eat or what they eat. The article also mentions people with um, eating disorders and things of that nature, how this kind of, all of this business isn't helpful in that regard. I feel like, I think my family doesn't have any feelings. (laughs) Because when I hear these things... I actually have a reaction and mostly of thinking everybody's stupid. And so I know that. And so, you know, we're big on body shaming and like body right. image and all of that stuff. Who the, Who's thinking about that on Thanksgiving? I like think a other, lot of people think about other that on than, Thanksgiving. Do they? Yeah, I think so. So we're just like at Thanksgiving enjoying Thanksgiving. We're, I, I think maybe none of... Also, we don't have any feels. We're also not intellectuals. We're not <laughs> literally thinking about anything... But the food we're eating. And we're like, oh, this is so delicious. I'd like some more. And, oh, what did we make for dessert? Is it that paper towel dessert again? (laughs) Because then I'm going to have ice cream out of the freezer. And we're not, there's no existential thought. No, I think there's a lot of shame eating that happens on Thanksgiving. I think so. And I think. Well, I'm fortunate that I'm very fortunate that I've not, other than like when grandma did it to my cousin, um, I'm very fortunate that this has never been. Never. Nobody has ever said, "Oh, you're getting another plate." Oh, oh that's definitely you're happened. eating more. That's that's, that's happened crazy. That's happened to me. Um, Whoever has done that is a monster, <laughs> yeah. and I don't care who you are, and I don't care if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> you don't get to regulate what I eat. It's not family you've met. And what I <laughs> good because yeah. I was like, you tell me which one it was, no. and we're gonna have a conversation because like you don't get to tell me what I eat yeah. and how much of it I eat. Right, and then. And what I do is really none of your business. Right. And you're not going to make this a thing. And you're definitely not going to make it a public thing at a dinner table during a family holiday. Well, I mean, and so we don't want to like glorify gluttony or anything. But my goodness, there's like very few days of the year where like just eat what you want to eat. You'll be stuffed. It's fine. I think also though, we don't necessarily eat any more on Thanksgiving than we, we do eat different things. We don't eat anything more. Right. I'm not eating more than I eat normally. So I think a lot we of people do. We do exercise extreme self-control in my family because I think we're all freaks. You guys are weirdos. We it's are. But like, lot. so Thanksgiving, <laughs> I like, I don't, we just don't really eat more than we normally would. We just eat different things. Right. You know what I mean? We eat but the stuff that we have, don't normal. You always have a giant spread anytime you have like That's right. And I still eat the same amount. It's like the snacks on my counter. Everybody's like, how do you have all these snacks? I'm like, because they're just... I don't have to eat them because they're there, and then I can right. just walk past them and say, "Oh, I maybe I'll later," and then I never eat it. You know what I mean? Like, but whatever. But I'm fortunate, right? Whatever like, anyone did, like, we should be generous to other people. So if someone's beating up on themselves about how much they ate, it's one day. Tell them to relax. You'll be fine. They're fine. And then also maybe extend that generosity to yourself. My friend Nettie used to say, "You can only gain so much in you know one one binge." So you're right. good. Just <laughs> well, and like that's not saying don't make good choices, but like. Also live your life and it's it's okay. Just once again, relax. Just, just relax. Everybody relax and also mind your own business. Right. Um, like don't it, I just, I am yeah. being pregnant, I'm at a ten with like being told what to eat and what not to eat. Shane Young. Yes. Um <laughs> I just don't I just you know it's I've told you before, I like I one, I don't think I remember to care. I don't have the memory to know what I'm supposed to care about, let alone the give a hell. Like, I just don't give a damn. I don't care. Like, why are you watching anybody else's plate that closely? That's right. Just don't. Are you missing something? Do you need something in your life? If someone took, if someone got a second helping of something and you got none of it, okay. But other than that, okay, no, that's not okay. So, in my, that I will say, the reason why we always have a spread and the reason why we always have too much food is because the worst thing that could ever happen in the Enrique's house 
is to run out of food. No, I'm not saying that's okay. I'm saying that's okay if that's why you're paying attention. No, because it would never even happen in my house. So this is another reason why, because it's like, I don't ever want someone to go, oh, but there's only one scoop left. And then be like, well, you have half and I'll have half. Or, oh no, you go, never going to happen in my house. Wow. The Vargases, the Enriquez's, this is never, never, ever a thing. But we're not going to be crappy to our host. I was just saying like, yeah, Sometimes I'd be like, people, yo, you should have had more taters. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your rice and beans. Just, just like, I like. I mean, that'll happen. That happens. But like, as far as like the shaminess, shame isn't actually a productive thing. It is not at all. And it's not going to get you your way. So probably just stop doing it. So this last one's fun. This one really took Shane I, over the edge. I, I can see why, because it is really stupid. I think it's dumb too. Uh, number nine, get ready for it. And maybe even serve the women just a little more food than the men this year. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. I don't even know what to say. First of all, nobody serves anybody but themselves in my house also. So Shane said, if she's joking, this is funny. Otherwise, and then he said some things I won't repeat. (laughs) Colorful words. I love it. Well, and and like she like brings pay equity and stuff into it. Like, don't. What? Just let keep your own damn plate and serve as many as you want, and don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about it. What is this? That is that's not feminism, by the way. That is that is guys. If you don't get anything else from this entire podcast series, serving the women more than men at Thanksgiving is is not feminism. Opposite, opposite, opposite. It's not remotely related to feminism. It's not anti-feminist. It's, it's just over it's there. Something entirely. It's a monster in and of itself. <laughs> oh Stop my it. gosh! It's so much. Well, I will. So, <laughs> on that note, there are ways. Um, we're gonna. We have a lot of fun. We found a lot of fun links and not so fun links. <laughs> some we'll put them up on the website, and there's like some like how to how to deal with some of the less friendly conversations we talked about earlier, like how to kind of keep it civil. But please do not study up on how to win an argument against your relatives. No, this is a total, this one's a little bit different. It's more like a, hey, let's, um, let's kind of shift, right? And Mm -hmm. it's kind of a diversion, a diversionary tactic. But again, if you Google Thanksgiving and feminism, um, it's fun. It's, there's so many things. Oh, yeah. Um, So Mitchell, should we get... More on our plate at Thanksgiving than you, because we're women. Well, before I address that, I would like to say that if anybody would like to buy my book on how to win arguments with your uh, relatives <laughs> at Thanksgiving, you can email that other F word at gmail.com. And then I will delete it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I think all of those things were rather silly. Um yeah, I mean, I'm not allowed in the kitchen <laughs> on Thanksgiving or at any family time. Like, I can stand in there, but my sister usually does everything. But I think that she does it more of a, like, proving herself kind of thing. Like, she's just got to be in control and, and doesn't, you know, dad goes out and cooks all the meat and everything, nice. fries the turkey, smokes the fish, uh, smokes the ham, whatever else he smokes. I was just going to uh, say. Whatever meat is laying around will be <laughs> smoked, and we will have uh, all sorts of things. But it's it's always pretty give and take, and now we've got... So you get a pretty good division of duties then. <clears throat> yeah, my brother-in-law doesn't do uh, damn Anything. thing, but that's fine too. Like, he actually likes sports. Like, I don't. So, like, sitting in the living room watching football and talking about the weather is not my idea of a good time <laughs> when it comes to socialization. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and I get that that's a, there's a place for that, and, and that's what a lot of people enjoy doing. And that's okay. I, I don't. So, I'm yeah. usually playing with my cousin or I'm uh, in the kitchen trying to entertain my female, my nanas yeah. and my uh, grandparents and all that, or playing with my nephew. Um, that sounds like a great time. It yeah. is. It's it's fun, but it's well. Then probably the people who are cooking don't have to also entertain. Do you have to, right? Do you get? Yeah. Do you catch crap for not watching the ball game? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. No. See, no. That's wonderful. See, um, you've chosen not to participate in this doodly activity, and you're just yeah. Doing, we don't have we don't have a lot of that stuff. None of that rules in our like, family. So like, where it's like you're supposed to do this, and you're right. supposed to do that. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. There's too many rules. Yeah. No, I agree. All and the time. and my mom has figured out my personality quite. 
directly like if she if she sees me getting stressed out because the dogs are going crazy and there's far more people in the house than normal mm-hmm. she's like do you, if you need to go i understand like i'll make you a plate it's fine yeah. like not just on thanksgiving but anytime Any i'm time, over there yeah. so i mean we all kind of understand where we want to be yeah and it it works out that way like nobody's upset that they have to cook like my sister wants to cook, right. and that's, that's why she does it. That's she, how it should. Isn't that she's just also so easy? A, yeah. So she's also a vegetarian, and I'm a uh, veggie heavy, I guess. <laughs> uh, so a lot of the rest of the family, like my mom, is she's a, a carnivore, like mm-hmm. straight up. She eats chicken tenders and nachos, and that's about it. Um, <laughs> so it's a very diverse palate as well among among the members of our family but that again it doesn't seem to matter like you eat it or you don't that's fine like it's there if you don't eat it somebody gets to take it home with them in a to-go box so that's fun you know it's not a big deal uh what was you know it's funny you actually said that and and i thought we were talking about the whole shaming people for eating more we're like eat it so we don't have to put it away eat more yeah, eat, no, I don't think eat, none eat of us shame so each other for away. eating more. Our family is one of those where it's like, did you get enough? Do you need some more? Do you need anything yeah, else? Would no, you like a yeah. cookie? Do you want some cake? Did you save room for dessert? Do you want me to get you another <laughs> glass of tea? Would you like a biscuit? Like, yo, uh, I'm good. So extreme cultures of any kind, by the way, I found we've always tried to fatten up our young, mm-hmm. like for the sacrifice, I guess. <laughs> Jewish moms, Latin moms, redneck moms—they're always trying to get you to eat. Mm-hmm. It's it's a oh, it's, it's it's obnoxious it's at a times. Lot. It really is. Yeah. Like that's that is a, a, the biscuit is a punchline <laughs> in our family. Would you of, like a biscuit? Like when you're sitting there and somebody's like, "Do you need anything?" No, I'm fine. What about a sandwich? You want me to make you a sandwich? No, I'm 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 good. I just it's like ate. A bad well, Santa. You want some chicken salad? No, I'm I'm fine. <laughs> well, how about a coke? You want a coke? I got my water right here. Do you need a biscuit? What the hell? Are you gonna literally gonna go in there and need some dough and make biscuits? Um, Maybe she is. No, she would. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like every woman in my family would do that for anyone over there, except probably my sisters. But that's yeah, you know, good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree <laughs> with the philosophy. It was, you know, it's always been like, yo, should I? Like, I don't feel like I'm not hungry, but you're really but, making <laughs> Should I be hungry? Me yeah. feel wrong for not being hungry. Um, but no, we don't have the, we definitely don't have the shaming if you eat or don't eat. It's, uh, you know, again, it's, my dad grew, raised us on the philosophy, <laughs> sort of the way that uh, I learned how to feed a dog was, Dad, he doesn't seem to like it. Well, he'll eat when he gets hungry That's enough. right. That's how we were. Dad, I don't like this. Well, no. you'll eat it when you get hungry enough. <laughs> yep. Don't. If you don't like it, go make something yourself. Like that. That's the way that we were raised. If you don't like what's on your plate, uh, we were, if go make something like else. If you what's on your plate, you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Well, we never made our own. Like, no, we, I, yeah. like that was the thing. He, right. It was it was calling our bluff. Like, yeah. I don't like it. Okay, go make something else. I dare yeah. you. Go <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think it's. Uh, and again, this is just my family. I've not been to a lot of other people's, but I think the uh, the guilt for eating that doesn't seem like very Thanksgiving at all. Like, I think that. Katrina and our families seem to be in the majority as far as if you no, go this to somebody. We're talking about self shaming, like oh yeah, yeah, that happens all the time. Like definitely, I self shame myself. Like last year, I think I put on thirty pounds over the holidays, and I still haven't got it off. So I'm real <laughs> excited about this year. Um, <laughs> but no, I think like I, I don't know. It, it's like I shame myself for going to a buffet once a month, twice this week. Um, <laughs> but. I just don't know where all. I mean, I do because I've had body image issues, but like that whole. I just I don't know where it. Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's like everything's supposed to be wonderful. Yes, and, and it's not magical. It's I don't think that it's the day of, and it's it's the like eating. the after when it's you feel the like after crap. when you feel like crap. Yes, and then you don't lose it. You don't get rid of that extra weight, and you end up gaining. Like I did last year. Sure. You know what I mean? Like I was already feeling kind of self-conscious and now I'm like, well, I'm still carrying around 20 this pounds from last year. This is when being a year. control freak is awesome. 
Because I won't eat until I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> like, so I, oh, I you know push I mean? it. I push my limits. I'm like, it's Thanksgiving. I'm not well, going like to get this stuff know. for another year. I'm filling my belly with it, and I'm taking it to go box home so I can fill my belly with yeah. it tomorrow. Life is short. I mean, you guys know a lot of times I don't eat our steamboat together because I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, I'm good. But we're not. We're not promised next Thanksgiving. That's, That's right. true. Yep. That's so right. Eat, eat it all now. We're not promised next steamboat. We're not promised we're not tomorrow. Promised next Shoney's either. So. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying you got no time for shame. That's right. No, 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 no. I, I mean, and honestly. Certainly, so I, any, the article is talking about doing it to yourself. and, and but, but anything, don't, any if, of it. If, heaven forbid you do that to somebody else. No, it no, is no, not right, your business. That, that would, I would lose my Why? on somebody. I just don't even think it's your business to do it to yourself. Anybody. But, but here's the other aspect of that. So it's a it's a perfect storm of of horrible conditions in which we have the holiday season. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. We put it right in the worst part of the year. It's cold. Yeah, it's nobody dark wants to do anything constantly. Mm-hmm. It it's dark at five o'clock in the evening. For God's sakes, yeah, I hate it. it's cold. You don't want to go anywhere, so you're not out walking around the neighborhood right. or doing exercise. And, then and you're food. shoving all this food in your face, and then you're waking up the next day like. Well, I can tell you Man, in Miami, like it never gets cold. So growing up, <laughs> I never had this experience. <laughs> right. Because so for 30 years of my life, the coldest day of the year is like maybe one day in February. It gets about 50. And yeah. then, so we it's not as bad in some places. But yeah, up here, it is. It is a perfect storm. Right. You're absolutely right. Well, for instance, I like I said, I go to a buffet just to treat myself and, and I don't know why I love it. It's just this thing I do for myself on a lunch break one day every month. I'll just love go, the buffet this just, guy. Just and go I to a buffet. Hate a buffet. And it's because I love potluck so much and I don't have enough friends to have a potluck. Like I <laughs> and I well let me rephrase that. I don't have enough friends I could talk trust. into having a potluck. I was gonna say all I've heard is about the hundreds of friends you have. It's, so and he doesn't necessarily trust their cooking though. <laughs> I don't have hundreds of friends. I have a few friends. I just know a lot of people. Oh I'm sorry. Yeah, there's a I've difference. just heard about all the hundreds and thousands of people that he, he knows. knows. And I'm not going to eat their food. Yeah, he's <laughs> because I don't like most of them. Uh, <laughs> but I guess the point is I can go to lunch break and, and gorge myself on a buffet lunch, but then tomorrow I'm right back in my normal routine and I'm going to work and I'm doing all of these other things. The thing with these holiday meals is that not only is it happening in the worst part of de- seasonal depression, but it is you're not you're out of your element. You're out of your routines. You're yep. you have vacations and time with family. You have with Christmas. You've usually got what three four days off in a row. Mm-hmm. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. Same with Thanksgiving. You end up with the four that days. day and the day mm-hmm. after if you Black travel Friday. anywhere. You know you're 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 so far out of your routines. And I think all of that lends itself to the self shaming, binge eating eating disorders in that period of time. I don't have any solutions or anything constructive to offer. Just it's don't just, do it. Uh, Happy holidays. Do it. <laughs> Welcome to the inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to, is, that, hear, is that also going to be on your Christmas card this year? <laughs> yeah. this, I think the solution to this is to Merry stop. Merry Christmas. Enjoy your eating disorder. Well, I think it's to stop overthinking all of this. Yeah, I agree. I have fun. All like, of this. the nine, Those nine issues, those nine items were completely... Just, um, Bring it down. They just weren't even necessary to me. No, I, I think agree. all of this is well, unnecessary. No, 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 no. You don't, you don't want to say the first one's not, not the, necessary. No, I, what I'm what I'm saying is this overthinking. Yes, a family holiday, um, in a lot of these ways, is a problem. I think you need to know where it came from because I do think you need to know your history. But the way you celebrate your family Thanksgiving, and it can be casual without all of this intellectual just nonsense. <laughs> yes, it could just be a lovely family dinner. Yeah. It, you yeah. don't have to have all of this like, oh, make sure Paul ain't a racist and make sure we're all bo- not body shaming. Like, just don't do it. Like, yeah. why is this such a hard concept? Like, just don't don't be a jerk and like show up to Thanksgiving dinner excited to just eat and be with your family. Right. Well, like the fun, positive ways to discuss race and gender, sexual orientation, et cetera, at the dinner table. Like, don't. Yep. Like Don't. it's not right. Like Thanksgiving's not the time. Finding Maybe. it, researching it, having your rebuttals all planned out. You're <laughs> right. looking to start. Why? That's right. That's right. You're looking That's to right. start. Why? Wheeler. That's exactly That's right. it. And so you can start Why? on your regular Sunday dinner with your family. Yeah. But how about on Thanksgiving? Just let Just it be. be thankful you've got family. Yeah. And yes. if you <laughs> don't have family, come to mine and we'll adopt you. Period. 
I mean, seriously. Yeah, or mine. My mom would love to have you. Yeah, For real. I mean, Not even kidding. Right. And so maybe those things should be the important things and not all of this, like like you said, let's make sure we win an argument against Aunt Mildred, who's 110 years old. Like, what kind of victory is that? Right. So you schooled Aunt Mildred about being her racist. Really? Do you, do you feel that accomplished? So I like what you said about just... Not arguing with your family, but being grateful. Um, so we kind of wanted to end this episode by talking about the things that we're grateful about. Um, do you want to go first? Me? Yeah. Sure. I am grateful. I have my health, as always. I usually do. So I'm fortunate for that. I take you know pride in that. I take pride that I have a wonderful family of mm-hmm. all kinds. Um, I'm very grateful for you guys. And I'm grateful that we can you know, have these kind of conversations with each other and remain civil. And the, you know. Me too. You know, the uh, Coalition for Reason is strong in this room, even when we give Mitch a hard time (laughs) or not. And so I'm I'm always thankful. I I try to be that way in my life, though, not just Thanksgiving. Yeah. So podcast-wise, I'm grateful for all of our listeners. (laughs) Um, Grateful for all of my loved ones. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> loved ones, even spouse. Every single one of them. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm grateful for a little loved one who's on the way. Yay. And and I'm grateful for Lemmy, less so for Dio today, because he left a present <laughs> that I accidentally stepped in. But <laughs> Oh, Mitchell, you want to say all the ways you're thankful? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's really not. Fine. You can can find us at thatotherfword.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at thatotherfwordpod. And um, subscribe, like us, make sure you uh, rate us with friends, rate and review us. um, And uh, happy Thanksgiving, friends. Happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate you all. And remember, feminism Feminism isn't a bad word. Thousands of people. around the world.